I'm an energetic performance coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers, where we help them uh, really awaken uh, and execute on the intelligence of their soul's mission so that they can experience the magic of a super energy-rich life and business that serves the world from their soul. You will begin to love your 9 to 5 with this show. Join us as we explore and discover your unique strengths and learn to apply them to your daily business activities with your host, Shmuel Septimus. Welcome back to the Love Your 9 to 5 show. We are really excited to come back with another exciting episode. Today joining me on the show is Robert McGinnis. Robert McGinnis is someone who helps entrepreneurs venture from their deepest calling. This is something that for those of you who have listened to the previous episodes, you know that's something that resonates with me strongly. If you have not, hit the stop button, go back to episode number one so you'll understand what I'm talking about. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mel, for having me. Yes, it's really exciting to have you on the show. I really think that there's so much value uh, that, that you will bring uh, to us, and especially a lot of what we've just been discussing before the show, um, a lot of it resonates with me as well. So even before I give you a chance to say too much, I will just say one thing just from your tagline on LinkedIn, and then we'll take this further. Um, helping entrepreneurs venture from their deepest calling. Um, I believe I've said on the podcast somewhere or, or another that uh, there's definitely a Jewish source for that, which states that just like every animal is created with a specific set of skills, if you will, you know, the lion has claws in, and naturally knows how to hide in the bushes, how to pounce it just at the appropriate moment. And exact, and they, they don't go to lion school. There's no Harvard classes for lions to know how to, to earn their keep. And they naturally know how to do it. And you have the pelicans with the long necks so that they know how to do what they need to do. And you will not find a lion excelling in running like a cheetah. And you won't find... Uh, cheetah and excelling like a giraffe because they're all meant to do to earn their keep in different ways and they were pre-designed with equipment tools temperament and skills to be able to find their keep in that way uh, so the same source writes that human beings are the same way except that we're not all lions elephants giraffes or tigers i don't know why i'm giving such uh, ferocious animals or fish or cats uh, your wife yelled at you that's why exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, I have my own unique skills and strengths and I, my, my job, so to speak, is to find a way to express my natural skills in a way that brings value to others and brings home uh, the value and the money that I need to support myself and those who rely on me. How, how, did the, how does that resonate with, with you and with, uh, I guess, with, you, with uh, the soul venturer? Yeah, so, so much resonance and thank you for sharing. Um, I, I'm kind of like trying to really feel into this conversation and see where the best way to, to start off with. And, and I think, I believe that your alignment is your divine assignment. And what I mean by that is that just like when you buy your phone, your iPhone, your Android, it comes pre-programmed with apps and games and coding on it. We as human beings come into this world pre-programmed with skills or gifts or traits that we were meant to use to give to the world. And this is the, the essence of what it means to be a soul venturer, 
which is the idea that <clears throat> when we use our gifts to solve a problem that deeply fulfills us and allows us to almost jump out of our skin and makes us come alive, we get to operate with an energy, right? I like to call it, Dr. Donnie Epstein calls it um, energy super richness, okay. right? And when we're energy super rich, right, is when we're manifesting quickly, we're radiant, we're explosive, um, and really, we're not really tracking the nine to five because what we're giving is so much more fulfilling and purposeful and, and, and deeply uh, meaningful in our life. And um, I believe that from that space is really the only space to live, in my opinion. That's, my, that's how I look at things. Okay, so it's just a, a certain feeling of, of being alive basically when you're in sync with, with, with your unique skills, when you're aligned, with, alignment with your assignment. I like that. Yeah, alignment is your divine assignment is, the way, is what I've, I've been told. Got it. Okay, so mm-hmm. but now let's, let's, let's go back to the beginning. If you don't mind sharing with our listeners mm-hmm. who don't know you, um, mm-hmm. can you share with us a little bit uh, about your background personally, if you don't mind sharing a little bit, and professionally, yeah. kind of bring us along the journey. How did you evolve into what you're doing today, and what are you doing today? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, it's, a, it's a little bit of a long story, but I'll, I'll try to, 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 to slim it down here. Um, to keep it simple, um, you know, my mother was born in another country. She was born in the Middle East. And uh, when she came here, her and her family had nothing. They came here with nothing. And uh, ultimately, um, all of my aunts and uncles, her brothers and sisters, all became very successful entrepreneurs. And so growing up at a young age, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And uh, I started my first business at 21. And uh, it failed pretty miserably, to say the least. And um, I was pretty defeated uh, mentally. I was pretty, um, uh, I was beating myself up. I felt like I had, you know, really failed. So hold on, and, let's dig in a little bit. Well, what was that yeah. first business? And in hindsight, why do you think it failed? Yeah, so I was, I was actually operating a direct sales franchise. Uh, essentially, I, I trained and recruited uh, a sales team to sell kitchen products. And it was my operation. Uh, why, why did it fail? Um, it failed because I cared more about the image of me being a business owner than I did about actually learning the skills. And um, the reality of the situation, looking back on it, hindsight, 2020, I wasn't ready. But I do believe that without that experience, I wouldn't have had that kind of slap in the face, if you will, to kind of be like, you need to wake up and really like stop worrying about your image or how you look or what you're perceived as and really like learn the skills that are required to be an entrepreneur, which are sales, marketing, operations, you know, really getting your messaging right. So it speaks to a wide audience and really aligning that. So it's like something that you want to give. Right. So, um, that's, that's kind of the short. Okay. So, um, at what point was it, um, clear to you as daylight that it was a failure? Uh, when I had lost all the money I had invested and, and uh, it wasn't going to be turning around anytime quickly. Wow. Okay. No, I, I just, just really, I don't, I don't want this to be painful, but I just, for, yeah. for our listeners. No, it's okay. It's a good question. For our listeners to understand that you were 21 years old and again, armchair analysis um, for me, again, I, I don't know you very well, but from what you've just yeah. explained, you've kind of been pre-programmed. You know, there are many times people, first generation Americans, uh, who come to this country, many times they see things from a different vantage point. And if they have yeah. the right skills and temperament, a lot of the most successful entrepreneurs, you know, were new to this country. So that was natural in your family. 
but as a second generation American, you probably felt somewhat pressured to immediately do that. And it sounds like maybe you jumped into it before you felt you were fully ready. I might be completely off. I'm just thinking out loud. There's part of it that's true. There's definitely parts of that that are true. Um, the, the thing that I would share with though, is that, um, the, like there was just a level of, of, of maturity that I had to really connect to. You were 21 years Uh, old. Yeah. (laughs) Like I, I, I had to, like, I had to grow up, you know, faster and like, yeah, like, you know, did I have a hard life growing up? No, I didn't. You know, my, my parents were, were, you know, like raised me well. I came from a great family. Like, you know, I, I had my own challenges just like probably everyone else, but it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think there's partial truth to that for sure. Like, okay. um, you know, I thought, I thought I had it because like I had, you know, this like people around me that were there, but it, the reality was like, you know, <laughs> you got to earn it. So what was your next step from there? Yeah, my next step was, um, so I was about to graduate college and I had to determine if I wanted to actually take a job and I did interview around or if I wanted to take another crack at this. And um, <clears throat> the, uh, one of my mentors in, in, in that business um, said, if, hey man, you can work for me for a year and you can work under, under me, you can learn the ropes and you can go try again in a year you know, after you've worked with me. And um, I really went under his wing and I learned a lot. We did over a million dollars in sales. Um, we, we hit some amazing trips and awards and um, I learned so much. And then I opened it up again uh, after that year and I started off and I had big, the second time I'm like, I had big expectations, right? Like my expectations were really high and I'm naturally also competitive with myself. So I want to do better. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, um, really focused when it comes to like really getting after something. And I was like, I'm going to crush it. I was like, I just knew it. And the reality was <laughs> uh, that I started off really hot for the first, I would say like two months. And then we dipped in sales and then I got in my head again. And some of these old stories and patterns came coming through me. And um, it was a little bit of a rocky road for about like a year and a half until I kind of closed it down again um, to kind of there's other things that happen in between but that led me back to me being here okay so eventually this going down this path and again i appreciate your honesty and and for for those for those who are thinking again there's a lot of there's a lot of misinformation out there on the internet if you're browsing through your instagram feed or your facebook feed not so much your linkedin feed um there's a lot of you know people who are saying you know send me a message and I'll tell you how to make you all this money quick or a franchise or this. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't know yet, uh, that's not the way it works. And as you can see, you could be skilled, you could be talented, you could be even in the right family and still um, trying and having mentored and still, again, the, the second round was obviously much better than the first time, but still yeah. it was completely not what you expected. So tell us, where did this lead you? Yeah. So at that point, I, I had a lot of stories. I had a lot of baggage, if you will. Um, a lot of internal beliefs about myself that I, I really had to go through. And a lot of times we think we can avoid those like stories, those beliefs and that kind of baggage, right. That we kind of create. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is that we need that to go through it, to get the lessons again. And <clears throat> to keep it simple, I told myself that I was burnt out. Um, you know, I wanted to like enjoy some parts of my twenties. 
Um, you know, I felt like I had worked a lot. And so I ended up working for a company, a tech company in New York City. Um, I took a sales role. Um, and it was a good kind of medium, like, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, between where I was then to where I am now. And, um, you know, I don't want to make it sound like I was settling because I, 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 I wasn't. It was just like I needed to pivot, if you will, more than anything. And um, I, w I became one of the top reps at, at that tech company called Trustpilot. I won President's Banquet. Um, but as I was there, I also got connected to who I was. Um, I had, you know, a year removed from the, both of the business experiences. I had a, time, a lot of time to reflect on it and think about it. And what ended up happening was as I was reflecting and thinking about it, um, I realized how much I missed an element of what I was doing, which was coaching. I loved coaching. I was coaching my sales team. I was helping my team. Like that's what I loved doing. But there were other things that I didn't love doing. Such as? And as I was, as I was in the tech company, I wasn't doing any coaching. Wait, like saying, I, I, what were some of the things that you didn't enjoy? Uh, like admin stuff, systems. Um, you know, my natural gift. Um, so one of the, uh, business partners that's with soul venture, uh, she's more of an outside resource. Her name is Cheryl Angela. And she, uh, was trained by Roger James Hamilton, who runs this test called wealth dynamics. Okay. And it's essentially a test that helps you find your natural gift in business, your natural genius. Right. And he actually says, if you measure a fish, uh, a fish's genius by its ability to climb a tree, it'll live its life thinking it's stupid. Exactly. That, that's what we and just so talked about in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. So everyone has their own unique frequency in business and their own unique genius. And so she helped, Cheryl actually worked with me to find mine. And I'm really good at, you know, supporting and deal making where I'm not so good at systems and creating systems. Um, and so what I realized looking back was that if I had someone to help me with some of the system stuff, that would have freed me up to really align on my genius in business. And now this is a lot of the stuff that I teach with my current coaching clients that have businesses is we help align their team around their natural genius and they feel way more energized and way more fulfilled and it allows them to really step into their power. But that's a little bit of a sidetrack. That was one of the things that I didn't like. Um, but I realized as I was there, how much I was, I felt unfulfilled. Like I, I had this feeling of like being lost while I was working for someone. And I was like, I knew I wasn't meant to do that. And um, I had to go through some trials and tribulations um, that I said, you know what, like, I'm going to start coaching, even if I have to do it around this job. I said, I'm going to get back to it. And um, I, that's led me to working with other, like being coached by other people um, so that I could help coach others. So I worked with Dr. Joe Vitale, who's in the movie The Secret, Dr. Donnie Epstein, who works with Tony Robbins, other top psychologists and spiritual experts who I've learned from. Um, to really package this together, if you will. Wow. So it's interesting. So what, what do you say? I'm sure you've gotten this before, is that there, there, there are so many people who say that, you know, there are so many people who have gone through challenging uh, professional careers, not necessarily failures, but have not found what they would call their true self or, the, or their value where they feel like they're giving as much as they can. And, mm -hmm. and then a lot of times people come out the other end. You're not the first person on the show, actually, to say the same thing. They come out the other end and they say, I'm a business coach. And a lot of times there are other variations. It could be a career coach, a person, personal coach. Sure. It could be a lot of different things. Um, do you feel that a coach is a coach is a coach is a coach? Are there different types? And are there people who just hang up their hats on the coach because um, it's kind of like on the way to where they're supposed to go? 
and they just find it kind of feel comfortable, you know, uh, by stepping into that role? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, if I can be really candid, please do. Uh, I think that there are people that and I want to make sure I pick the right words here. Come on, offend um, a few people. um there are people out there that want to be perceived as the i know right like being the ego right they want their ego to be expressed and there's nothing wrong with ego ego is a beautiful thing but the problem is is that when ego gets in the way of the feedback that life gives us then our ego now is becoming a problem right if that makes sense. Okay. So if we really, if we really connect to who we are on our deepest level, a lot of times there are people that want to coach because they want to overcompensate for a part of them that may feel maybe insignificant or not enough. Right. So they want to look a certain way. The ego is the image in which things want to be portrayed. Right. It's, it's, it's how we want things to play out or how we're stuck to things playing out, or it's the image of who we think we are. Okay, so so let me just say I know you're not done, but just just yeah. that part in in other terms, um, uh, there, there are people who may put on the coach hat because coach by definition means I got to figure it out. A baseball coach knows baseball, right? A business coach knows business. A self development mm-hmm. coach knows self development. So if I can call myself a coach, automatically I've positioned myself as an expert in something. So now if perhaps I don't have the degree, the experience, the life. Uh, knowledge um, of being able to actually coach other people and, and perhaps and I know this is true from there are other coaches out there like this where the extent of their knowledge is their own personal experience which probably doesn't work for you um, that that would be the reason why people a reason why you know people may prematurely assume the role of a coach even though they may not be qualified now had it obviously that's not what happened with you so tell me uh, you know, uh, uh, to continue your journey. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how did this so, evolve so, you? And, and there's one other thing I want to say. Go there ahead. also are people out there that I do believe that have this calling inside of them to be a coach, but they may not be evolved enough yet that they still have to work on themselves enough, and then they can be ready to really deliver. And um, you know, there's there's a lot of discernment and distinguishments that can take place there. And so, you know, again, that's why I wanted to be really like careful with my words. But um, as far as what ended up taking place was, um, I think you asked me, how can people really like connect to who they Mm -hmm. are and really find out like what their calling really is? And I believe that when we experience our soul, um, that it's a remembering. It's a deep remembering. Some people call it home, right? It's like this feeling of like I've arrived or I've been here before, quote unquote. Um, or it's like this feeling of like, wow, like I've always known this. And uh, one of the things that I work with on all my clients is I ask them like, what has been true to you since birth? What have you always remembered to be really true in your life, right? Since you were born. And it's a deep reflecting question for those that are thinking about this on this call right now. And if you're driving your car, slow down, park over and, and really think about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but we go through a series of really deeply connecting to who they are, because I believe everything outside of us is just a reflection of everything really going on inside of us. And so if there's something that isn't in our experience that we don't want, it's just feedback. 
right? And there's no right or wrong. There's no judgment, right? It's just like, there's just feedback. And if like, I just look at the feedback and I say, you know what? Like, that's not really what I really want to be experiencing. Then there's something I got to connect deep inside of me, right? To connect to like what is really happening because I believe that we are all creating our life. We are hundred percent responsible um, for everything in our experience. And if something is there that we don't want, that we have to connect to that. So if you're in your career and you're unfulfilled, right? Then the chances are that there's a part of you that you're maybe disconnected to that you may need to reconnect to that can help you really connect back to what you're really supposed to be doing. And I work with a lot of people that feel maybe unfulfilled in their career or they feel trapped or they feel like they're ready for the next step or they feel like they're ready for their bigness to really be, be seen and shown to the world. And a lot of that is a lot of deep work, you know, a lot of deep presence, deep meditation, um, and, and many, many answers I believe are uncovered. Um, you know, I believe that the longest journey we take is the journey inward into our life wow. and experiencing all of that. So, wow. what, what is something practically that our listeners can do? So you said something interesting about remembering and a feeling like you've been here before and in, in simple terms, um, I'm just trying, I don't, not that what you're saying was overly complex, but just, I'm trying to process it right now. Uh, but in simple terms, what that can mean is we've always known that in certain circumstances, we've always excelled at a certain thing that maybe never got the attention that it deserves. We've always been the go-to person for certain things, or we've always done even as early, even from early childhood age. And again, I, I use my, my children and I can see where they excel and it's so clear. And sometimes I even wish that I could go back. And my parents didn't have iPhones. They still barely have iPhones. Um, but if they had recordings, if I could watch exactly what I did uh, as a child, it would be so insightful to see how, how if for anybody, to see exactly the areas that you, where you're naturally shown. When you're a four-year-old or a five-year-old playing in a playroom, you're naturally expressing who you are. You don't care about your yeah. image. You don't care about your ego. You're not trying to market yourself. You're not worried about competition. Yeah you know that yep. exactly what, what you want to do. And I'm blessed with several children all, you know, in close proximity. And I could see that there's one of them who's creating, who's busy. The, the architect inside of him designed this really complex city out of Legos. And then there's another <laughs> one that figures out the quickest and shortest way to bring it all down into one pile of rubble in seconds. Because mm. for him, that's his thrill. Now, that doesn't mean that one of them is going to be one thing or the other, but there's definitely so much yeah. there. So now, yeah. um, if, there's, if there's one practical tip that you can give our listeners that l l let's leave the conversation of, you know, uh, business coach, not business coach on the side sure. for a moment. We will get back to that shortly. Yep. Um, but if there's one practical tip that someone can do right now for them to get a little bit closer and a little bit more in touch with the bigness that you mentioned that they have inside of them. Is there any mm -hmm. particular practice or tool yeah. that you would recommend? Deep presencing meditation, stillness meditation and being present and um, presence. So everything in this lifetime, everything that is matter, right? Is all made up of energy and information. Okay. Okay. And energy, quantum energy, has three um, really uh, unique um, qualities, right? The first is that all quantum energy carries information. Okay. Right? Like, like color, this color of this wall here is information, right? All energy, right? Um, 
uh, exists in a state of potential, okay. right? So all energy wants to be changed into something, mm-hmm. right? And then lastly, energy is the unit of change, okay? And when we get present to all of that, when we get present to everything around us, we see how energy, right, is carrying information, how it's the unit of change, and it's driving potential, right? That as human beings, we're here to expand into our potential and into our bigness. And, and only when we tap into really presencing that energy, right, we can listen to what's really present. You know, I just spent an hour today, uh, this morning, I went to, there's a state park by me, it's beautiful. And I spent an hour just meditating in nature, um, phone away, just total stillness. And I uncovered a lot of answers um, to questions that are really present in my life that I gained clarity on just by really practicing stillness meditation. And, you know, there are a lot of people on this podcast that are probably super busy doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. And what I would share with you is that that's exactly why you should meditate. Because if you're so busy, you're going to miss the little, little things in life that life is showing you that's saying, hey, you need to presence this, right? And I believe that anytime something is outside of us that we're disconnected to, presence gets us back to that deeper connection inside of us that allows us to find many, many answers that show up that are like, wow, like this is, this is really powerful. So deep presence, even if you can only do five minutes, um, and I recommend stillness meditation. There's a lot of apps out there that can guide you through things, and those are great, but I think the best way to find answers is in total quiet peace. And I, and I speak to a lot of high performers and high achievers and entrepreneurs, and some of the people that I, I have found that have had some of the biggest breakthroughs and success, like had just came off a retreat where they spent a week by themselves or they spent a whole day by themselves. Um, I know a buddy who spent 28 days in darkness um, and they just came out with so many answers. And like, like I believe all the answers are right in front of us, but we're not present to them. So I hope that, I hope that answers. Okay. So uh, yes, Um, that's yeah. Yes, it does. But, but let me try to process that a little bit. Um, for those who have never practiced any form of meditation or at least not that form of meditation, and I think I would fit into that group. Although, as I mentioned to you before the show, I am a religious person. I've done a, 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 a lot of interesting things. But just to sit alone in a room, uh, let, let me just, if you can break sure. it down. So there's a lot of talk about meditation and quiet and, you know, without the phone and disconnecting. But if, if someone wants to actually implement what you just said, and someone has never meditated before, and assuming that someone wants to do it because they want to gain a level of clarity in their lives, personally, professionally. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. will drive their car to the local scenic something or other, a quiet mm-hmm. place where hopefully nobody's going to bother them. They leave their phone in the car. They tell the whole world, they post on Instagram and everywhere mm-hmm. that I will be dead for five minutes. I, and I didn't actually die. Then, uh-huh. So now they can relax and everybody knows that they're off the grid. Hopefully they don't post their location so that nobody comes and bothers them. So now, what do they actually, they sit down on the floor and what do they do? It's a great question. So um, when we meditate, we meditate to get curious and we become curious so we can find answers. And the best way that someone can do, who's never meditated before, right, who's just getting started, and by the way, you don't have to go in nature. By the way, you can do this in a, if you have a quiet room in your home or you just have some quiet space, mm-hmm. you find some. Um, 
and you, you can sit down in a chair. You can sit Indian style. Um, there's many different styles of meditation. Um, but really what you want to do is you just want to close your eyes and you want to just connect to your breath. And one of my teachers has taught me a strategy, and this is really great for, for early stage um, meditators that are out there. And you can really focus all your concentration on your breath for 30 seconds. So it's putting all your attention and energy on your breath for 30 seconds and then letting go for 10, back for 30, relaxing for 10. And as you do, you'll enter in a space of openness and spaciousness. That will just, it's, it's an easy way for a beginner mm -hmm. to get started. Okay. Concentrate on your breath for 30 seconds, relax for 10, concentrate on your breath for 30 seconds, relax for 10. And you can then go to a minute and then relax for 10. And it's a great way to kind of build the muscle. Progressively. Yeah, progressively that can allow you to really step into a meditative state. Got it. So I hope that answers your no, question. No, it does. That's, I just yeah. want to know some practical steps for somebody who actually wants sure. to try what you just mentioned. So now we, they have mm -hmm. some, so a few practical steps to do that. So you were in your sales job, just going back, and you yep. found that the parts that you liked, you enjoyed more the, the part of coaching and mentoring your team more than the administrative things, more than the yep. administrative part of your job, how did you actually open up a business? Actually, let's, yeah. let's jump to then. What actually is your business right now? And, and yep. how, did you, how did that evolve that you were able to open up and be successful on what you do right sure. now? Yeah, so this is where a spiritual answer is going to really come through here. And so again, like, I'm not here to impose anything on anyone, whatever you believe in, or if you don't believe in anything, that's totally okay too. Um, but this is just, I'm speaking from my own experience here. Um, so I was... <clears throat> So on vacation with my family, um, I was just starting uh, that tech role in New York City. And um, I remember where I was. I was literally just relaxing. I was in a jacuzzi, looking up at the stars at night, just chilling by myself. And I just felt this nudge came through me. And there were no words that were said. It was like, it was just a knowingness that I resonated with. And it said that I needed to start coaching. Um, and I needed, I needed to get started on it. And, um, that was the, like the calling and the download, if you will. Right. That came through me. And from there, um, I didn't know anything about how to start a coaching business at that point. Okay. I had coached people before, but I, I had just started with my network of people that I knew and I had conversations, um, you know, with clients that just like had, like they wanted a next phase of growth for themselves. And I felt confident that I could bring it out of them. And I just started small. I started one by one, um, you know, four years ago. And as I started learning more, as I, so I was coaching and I was being coached by lots of people. Um, and I was investing in myself. And as I did, like many answers came up for me that kind of guided me here to where I am now. And where I am now is uh, I'm an energetic performance coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers where we help them uh, really awaken uh, and execute on the intelligence of their soul's mission so that they can experience the magic of a super energy rich life and business that serves the world from their soul. Wow. And, what a sales pitch and, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the, the idea there is, is that I believe that there's a new economy emerging right now that we're transitioning. And, um, 
you know, I believe that with automation and robots that are really taking place, I believe a lot of the middle class is going to deal with a lot of transitioning in the next, you know, I believe 10 to 20, 30 years. Right now, currently 44 million Americans have side hustles and more people have ha side hustles than ever before because their current job doesn't meet their financial needs. Now, I'll just point, I'll just point out that um, in a way, this is a new trend, but in a way, it's an old trend because before the Industrial Revolution, before, before you know, it wasn't, you, nobody was working for these massive companies and, um, you know, everybody was a shoemaker or a tailor or something. You had a skill, you had a shop, and that was normal. We're kind of, we're, yep. we're reverting back to that era um, to some extent, except that we have this thing called the internet, which is how we're talking right now yep. and how, yep. and how we can, you know, we, you, as a coach, you don't have to coach your mother and your neighbor and, you know, someone in the next town, yep. you could coach anyone anywhere in the world and uh, just as effectively. And there's, oh, there's really no need, for, you know, location is not a factor anymore. Now, mm. if you don't mind, if just changing gears slightly, yeah. Um, I know I mentioned to you before the show, and I, I had a chance to peek briefly at your social media profiles, and I see that you've yeah. you've been very successful, specifically on Instagram, and you have a tremendous following over there. And I do see that, you know the things that you post, um, you know, and it's done really, really well. Is there any particular reason? What was that done intentionally that you said, "Hey, I want to have this type of following on Instagram"? Um, and is there any special secret to your success? Yeah. So great question. Uh, it was about five years ago, four or five years ago, when I just decided that I was going to start coaching. Mm -hmm. um, a buddy of mine came to me um, uh, like with this program, learning about how to really grow your following on Instagram. And essentially, um, him and I have really teamed up um, to teach others how to do the same thing. So I've learned a lot of, um, if you, if you will, Instagram strategies, mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't something that I just decided that it was going to be Instagram. I just, it just kind of fell in my lap and I kind of rolled with it and I just started posting. Um, when I just had a few clients, I was also getting stuff out there and content out there. And, um, what ended up happening was, um, a lot of people started resonating with my audience. Um, I had to do a lot of manual stuff as well. Um, I've, really narrowed in on my, my niche. And, um, a lot of this message really resonates with, with a lot of people in my audience. I've had to go through a couple of redirections with the brand, like a couple of brand changes so that there's definitely been some ups and downs with it for sure. Um, but if I would say the biggest thing that I can share with anyone of building a brand, um, and growing a following on Instagram is really speaking from your heart. I swear. It's just like the people that, that pop off on Instagram, or any social media or something that goes viral is they either create something from their heart or they create something unique. That's their unique genius or they're speaking from their heart. Right. And so if you're a coach out there, you're a business coach or any type of coach out there and you want to grow a following, I swear, if you just speak from your heart, like it's going to resonate. If people are going to feel it and you're going to get traction and you're going to build it over time. And the other thing is to be consistent. Like I've been posting consistently every day, not every day. I have some days where I'm off, but for the most part, I'd say 90, 95%. Um, I've been posting every day, at least Monday through Friday for the past four to five years. Wow. So that's really, that's <laughs> really the secret to any real success. And I see you have a, you have like a nice blend of, of, you know, you have some personal information that you share, but then there's a lot of, a lot of the things that you talk. Yeah. 
it, it, you know, a lot of the motivational quotes that you share as well. And it really is, you're saying it, it's hard work, it's dedication, it's having a clear message as well. So yeah. for, for um, so we see how you, you've kind of, you made the transition, you know, from where you are. And now is this coaching, is that what you're doing full time? Is this your full business? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. This is my full time and, business. And how do you pick up your clients? All through Instagram. Wow. So Instagram <laughs> um, is your feed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're working on other strategies right now, slowly getting YouTube up. I really want to post more on LinkedIn. Uh, we're blogging as well. Um, and we're doing a lot more Instagram lives than ever before. Um, obviously, podcasting has been, been something that's really grown up. So I want to get myself out there. Nice. Um, but yeah, so a lot of my traffic. Do you have your own podcast? I don't have my own podcast at the moment. Oh, so you're going to get one soon. By the time this goes uh, live, you'll have yours out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I have a lot on my plate at the moment, but I like the idea and I'm feeling into it. Just really like listening for the answer and see what comes up. But I, I like it so far. I'll say that. Fair enough. Um, and, but just to go back to the Instagram thing. Um, you know, a lot of the traffic comes in through Instagram. They visit my website and you know, they convert right into my calendar. And um, you know, like my mission is really to help people experience their bigness and experience what they were here for. And my hope and, and praise that everyone gets to experience their bigness in this lifetime in some way, shape, or form. Okay, excellent. Um, before we wrap up here, uh, Robert, first of all, thank you so much for taking some time and coming on. I really, my really pleasure. appreciate it. You've really shared a very unique perspective, um, a perspective mm -hmm. that hasn't been shared before, and you're not the first coach that has been on the podcast, and I thank you for that. Uh, if yeah, there is any one particular book that you would recommend for somebody who either is considering to become a business coach or some sort of guide for other people, uh, is, there, uh, is there a particular book that comes to mind on the spot? You know, um, it's a great question. There's so much information out there and there's so much good stuff. So specifically for someone wanting to be a business coach, um, you know, I, I feel like there's books and then there's like people I want to say to follow. Okay. But let me just start off with a book. Um, I believe that all business problems are just deeply rooted personal problems that we've been disconnected from. And so with that, I highly recommend the 12 stages of healing by Dr. Donnie Epstein. Uh, he's been a, 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 someone I've followed for a while um, and have learned a lot from and have met him personally. Um, and he's amazing. Um, as far as other influencers and people out there that can follow that you can follow is that like, you know, Neil Patel is a game changer in, in the, the digital marketing space. And I've learned a lot from him. Yep. We've um, had him on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I think of, um, you know, I, I also think of some of the other mentors that I've had. I think Dr. Joe Vitale is, has got some great stuff. I've learned a lot from him. Um, Tony is amazing. Uh, you can learn a lot from him, but I feel like he's in another stratosphere. Correct. Um, he's, 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 he's really powerful right now. A lot of people really like Brendan Bouchard. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's good for sure. Um, there's someone else I can't think of off the top. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank at the moment. Um, I'm gonna have to get back to you on right. that one, but I'm just drawing a big blank, but I think those are good ones to get yeah, started. That's definitely good ones to get started. Now, if anyone wants to follow you, obviously they can follow you on Instagram which is, yeah. I have to go back to the top here. It, what is it? Yeah, it's, it's a Rob at Rob Soul Venturer. At Rob Soul Venturer. All one word. Yeah. Uh, in Instagram. 
Um, and where else uh, would you want to send if you want to hear a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah, just you can check out our website and some of the content that we have. It's uh, soul-venturer.com, S-O-U-L-V-E-N-T-E-R-U. I can't spell right now. <laughs> V-E-N-T-E-R-E-R.com. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you'll be able to catch a, a lot of our information there. Uh, we have a free e-guide you can download. And if any of this, res- uh, any of this content really resonates with anyone listening here, if you feel like on some level you're you really take the leap and the step into your bigness and, and build that idea you were meant to build or really start that mission that you're meant to start. Um, would love the opportunity to chat with you. You can hit our website. Um, you can schedule an energetic alignment session, totally free. And, and during which we'll really take a look at, you know, where your blocks are um, uh, in regards to really living your life's mission and really help you create a plan to remove them and execute powerfully. So wow. I uh, would love the opportunity to check in with you guys there. Okay, awesome. Sure. That is very generous of you to offer that. Um, okay, excellent. Thank you so much again for coming on. We'll put links to everything that you just mentioned in the show notes to the website and to, and to the resources that you mentioned. Any parting thoughts to our listeners regarding um, them not settling on their job or regarding mm. them um, you know, stepping into their bigness? What would be the one thing you want to leave them with? Yeah, don't quit don't quit on your bigness because it's not going to quit on you. I promise you that. And like life has an interesting way as you get older in life, there's going to be more signs that are going to show you that you need to step into your bigness. Right. And you know, we all have the same amount of time. Elon Musk has the same amount of time as you and I do. Right. And you know, everyone, there are people out there that are already doing their bigness and you deserve to, to, you deserve to step into your bigness. You deserve to do the thing that you were meant to do here. And for those that are listening, I know I don't know you, but I love you and I mean that. And thank you for listening. And um, hopefully we get to meet soon. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much.